0: M S W Media Big shout out today to Helix Sleep. Take their 2-minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for listeners. Go to helixsleep.com/dailybeans and use code HELIXPARTNER. <laughs> Welcome to the Daily Beans for Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. Today, the House has voted to oust Speaker Kevin McCarthy. The judge in the Trump New York fraud civil trial has placed a limited gag order on the former president. Arizona prosecutors are investigating Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election. The Fulton County DA has offered plea deals to at least a handful of the remaining 18 defendants in the election interference RICO case in Fulton County. Governor Katie Hobbs has canceled Saudi-owned water leases in Arizona and Representative Henry Cuellar is unharmed after being carjacked in downtown DC. I'm Allison Gill, and I'm Dana Goldberg. Hey, Dana. Hello. Happy Happy Wednesday. Happy
1: Wednesday to you. We're getting through the week. We're getting through the week, and holy shit, lots of news. Lots of lots of yeah. stuff happened today.
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff. Historic vote in the House. We'll talk about that. It's also. Uh, my dad's birthday. Happy birthday, Daddy! would have been 80. Oh, happy birthday, A.G.'s dad. Thank you. I talked about our press conference yesterday. We had that today. Uh, it was amazing. We were out at the Senate swamp. We got to see Kamala Harris drive by, Madam Vice President. She was running in to swear in our new senator, Senator Butler. And then after that swearing in ceremony... Senators Tim Kaine and Tammy Duckworth and and Richard Blumenthal came out and spoke with our group and spoke to the press on behalf of Vote Vets to fund Ukraine. And we also had a few uh, congressmen there. Andy Kim, who, as we know, is running against Senator Bob Menendez here in 2024, which will be pretty, pretty incredible. We also had uh, Salude Carbajal, who spoke. He's a veteran. And uh, Jack Ashenslaw, he came out as well. And he was just awesome. We just had a wonderful time. Eugene Vinman, retired Colonel Eugene Vinman, who is Alexander Vinman's twin brother. He was there to address us. He's done so much to help and advance funding for Ukraine. And Senator Kaine actually said that he's confident that there's enough bipartisan support to continue funding. So that was very comforting to hear. I'm glad to hear it especially with the chaos that's going on in the House, because McCarthy is out. OWT, bell-bottoms. First time in a century, since a century, right? It's been almost 100 years since we've been in this position. Mm, a long time. Yeah. yeah. He's yesterday's news. But he could come back and run for speaker again. I don't know. It's a shit show <laughs> over there with the Republicans. But Hakeem Jeffries, our fearless you know, minority leader in the House, put out a statement like, we aren't going to help you, McCarthy. You are not trustworthy, and you don't like any of the things we like. Your your policies are horrible. He put out a much better statement than I just did, but you know, because I was wondering, oh, are they going to cut a deal to support McCarthy to maybe fund Ukraine? I'm like, ah, God, it would it would suck to have to do that, you know. So especially yeah. since it looks like we're going to be able to get bipartisan support to fund Ukraine anyway, so. They were like, "Peace out, bro." Yeah, some of our sources on X uh,
1: said that one of the reasons Democrats aren't supporting him is also because he said that Trump was responsible for January sixth, and then a couple days later he went down to Mar-a-Lago and took a thumbs-up photo with him. So I think Democrats are just really tired of the shit, and so they want to have the trash taken out. See if we can replace
0: it with someone that has a little bit more scruples. Yes, absolutely, the the right call. Patrick McHenry, by the way, will be the speaker pro tem. Yeah, Dana. Remember the Fulton County RICO charges, and then uh, after that, the Michigan fraudulent elector indictments, and right after that, I said, "Hey, everybody! All right, all eyes on Arizona." Oh yeah. Well, Rolling Stone has reported today the prosecutors in that state are probing the extent to which Trump and his allies were still working behind the scenes to reverse the results of the twenty twenty election in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. According to two people familiar with, with the situation, investigators with the Arizona Attorney General's office are asking about efforts to overturn the election, you know, that Trump kept pressing, like supporting that, you know, crazy circus audit with cyber ninjas that happened in uh-huh. 2021 and, and continuing to trying to overturn the election results late, as recently as 2022. So we're going to talk about that, Pete Struck and I, on the next episode of Clean Up on All 45. Uh, But there is a new one out today. Oh, man, I hope Carrie Lake goes down
1: for this, too. I would love to see her get an indictment. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't know what she was all involved in, but I have confidence in the leadership in Arizona to to route it out. Sources say the investigators have asked about 2022 pressure campaigns from Trump allies aimed at decertifying the state's electors inquired about how deeply the former president and his senior advisors were involved in supporting that privately run audit I told you about. So all that stuff, Pete and I are going to talk about. It's not on today's episode of Clean Up on All 45, but it will be on the next one. So check that out. All right. We still have a lot of news to get to. So let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right. This is pretty big news that went under the radar today from Tamar Hallerman at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Fulton County prosecutors are floating plea deals to a number of the defendants in the election interference case involving the former guy, and that's according to people with knowledge of the plea deal proposals. At least a handful of the now remaining 18 defendants, they have received offers from the DA's office. Or prosecutors have touched base with their attorneys to gauge their interest in striking a deal for a reduced charge in exchange for their cooperation. That's according to the legal sources who spoke on the condition of anonymity. And this is coming from, like I said, this is incredible reporting from Tamara Hallerman. If you're not following her, you should. It's common, she says, for prosecutors to float plea deals to lower level defendants in large racketeering cases as they home in on their biggest targets. Trump and his former personal attorney, Rudy, faced the most charges in the 41 count indictment, which centers on efforts to overturn the results of Georgia's 2020 presidential election. Now, as we know, last week, Atlanta bail bondsman Scott Hall became the first defendant to accept a deal. He pled guilty to five misdemeanor counts in exchange for his testimony. He won't go to jail. And Pete and I discussed that on today's episode of Clean Up on Aisle 45. So check that out. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has learned that Fulton prosecutors have also offered a deal to Mike Roman, who worked as a director of Election Day operations for the Trump campaign in 2020. A member of Roman's legal team told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution they rejected the DA's proposal and no agreement has been reached. People who were indicted for their roles in the appointment of a slate of fraudulent electors... People who were involved in the data breach in Coffee County and people involved in the harassment of Fulton poll worker Ruby Freeman have also been approached by prosecutors, according to multiple sources. That's basically everybody except Trump, <laughs> Eastman, Clark, Powell and Rudy, like every like it seems like everybody else and maybe Schaefer. Right. Because fuck that guy. Several attorneys interviewed for this story said they've been offered agreements similar to what Hall accepted. But in Roman's case, a member of his team said they opted to negotiate for a full dismissal of charges. He didn't want to plead to five misdemeanors in exchange for his truthful testimony, but he might change his mind. Yeah,
1: it might. Isn't it funny, though, that it has to be in exchange for truthful testimony, just assuming these guys are going to lie on the stand or plead? I don't know. It's just a funny statement. <laughs> All right, AG, this one's from the Washington Post. We're going back to Arizona. Governor Katie Hobbs said Monday that her administration would effectively kick a Saudi owned alfalfa farm off a critical stretch of state land, a forceful step that speaks to the firestorm of controversy over foreign extraction of natural resources, as well as deepening dilemmas over water scarcity as climate change dries out the West. Now, the move will prevent the Saudi owned company, Fondamonte Arizona, from pumping groundwater. That one day could serve as backup for booming urban areas. Well, currently, the company uses the water to grow alfalfa to feed the kingdom's dairy cows. Well, Fondamante came under fierce bipartisan criticism on the campaign trail last year, and Hobbs, who took office in January, has been under pressure to act. In a statement, she said the state land department had terminated one lease held by the company and decided not to renew three other leases when they expire in February. The leases cover about 3,500 acres of desert terrain west of Phoenix in an area called Butler Valley. A Washington Post investigation in July found that state's land planners had been raising alarms about Fondamante's presence in Butler Valley since its arrival. In 2015, under then Governor Doug Ducey, uh, Ducey excuse me, who's a Republican <laughs> at the time, <laughs> so sorry, should oh goodness, uh, you know how how just I have come,
0: it just it just comes out. You know
1: how I have a hard time with words sometimes, people. And now at the time, planners warned that the water there might one day have a better use, and that the state was not charging sufficiently for access to the land, given the value of the dwindling natural resource underneath it. Experts within the state land department also raised concerns in subsequent years about upgrades and other changes made by Fondamante to the land. And that's according to the emails that have been released in response to public records requests. Now, the Post previously reported that aides to Hobbs prepared a memo in June recommending against renewal of the leases next year. Hobbs said Monday the state was moving immediately to terminate the one lease covering about 640 acres after finding that Fondamonte had failed to rectify problems previously brought to the company's attention, including a lack of fuel containment equipment. In an inspection in mid-August, found that the problems had persisted for nearly seven years. And this is from Hobbs in a statement, I'm not afraid to do what my predecessors refused to do, and that's hold people accountable, maximize value for the state land trust, and protect Arizona's water future. And went on to say it's unacceptable that Fondamante has continued to pump unchecked amounts of groundwater out of our state while in clear default of their lease. And uh, we promise to do everything in my power to protect Arizona's water so we can continue sustainably grow for generations to come. Now, Fondamante is a wholly owned subsidiary of Riyadh-based food and beverage giant Alma which grows water-intensive crops in other regions of the world to avoid depleting the kingdom's limited supply of natural resource. Well, since 2015... So they go to Arizona. That's yeah, wh- I know. <laughs> Yeah, you have to wonder what was going on with the old governor, by the way, uh, who's no longer there to, to see how this actually happened. But since 2015, one of those regions was Butler Valley. Now, agriculture is possible in the valley, smack in the middle of the Sonoran Desert. Very hot, thanks only to the water drawn through wells like soda through straws. Like, they're, t- they're sucking it out of the ground. Because of minimal natural recharge of scarce rainfall, water pumped from the basin is essentially mined. There's no replacement for it. Now, the Butler Valley is especially critical because it's one of just several so-called transport basins where state law allows transfer of water to cities. But Fondamonte's leases, which it secured for below market value, again, gave it the ability to pump unlimited supplies of the scarce resources. They can just take whatever they want. So I'm glad Katie Hobbs is doing something to stop this.
0: Yeah, for seven years, this has been going on and water is going to be... It's going to become scarcer and scarcer as time goes on. All right. We have the first Trump gag order issued by a judge. Judge Arthur Angoron rebuked Donald Trump after the former president attacked his clerk in a social media post on Tuesday while he was in court and forbade the parties from making any future comments about his staff. Quote, this morning, one of the defendants posted on a social media account, a disparaging, untrue and personally identifying post about a member of my staff. Although I have since ordered the post deleted, and apparently it was, it was also emailed out to millions of other recipients. This is what the judge said. Personal attacks on any member of my court staff are unacceptable, inappropriate, and I will not tolerate them. Trump looked straight ahead as the judge issued the order. The judge then said all parties must not speak publicly about any members of the court staff. Quote, consider this statement an order forbidding all parties from posting, emailing or speaking publicly about any members of my staff. Failure to abide by this will result in serious sanctions. Apparently, Trump had posted on Truth Social Tuesday attacking Angoron's clerk, claiming she was the girlfriend to Chuck Schumer and showing a picture of the two together. How disgraceful, he wrote. This case should be dismissed immediately. It was not immediately clear that there was a connection between Engeron's clerk and Schumer beyond the photo. The CNN reached out to Schumer's office for comment. Monday Trump also went after the clerk and his comments outside the courtroom though he didn't mention her by name. And this rogue judge, a Trump hater, the only one that hates Trump more is his associate up there. The person that works with him. She's screaming into his ear almost every time we ask a question. Disgrace, it's a disgrace. It's the clerk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's her job.
0: The photo of Schumer and the clerk was posted last week by an obscure account on Twitter that had fewer than 200 followers as of Tuesday. The post, which Trump included as an image in his own truth social post, did not allege that they were boyfriend-girlfriend, merely that the two were palling around. Trump added the baseless girlfriend claim himself, and the judge was having none of it. Yeah. Good. I hope there's more of those. Well, we'll soon find out, because Judge Chutkin who is the judge presiding over Jack Smith's D.C. coup uh, indictment of Donald Trump, has ordered a hearing about a limited gag order up there. That hearing is going to be on October 16th. Okay, thanks so much, A.G. And this one's from CNN. Texas Democratic Rep. Henry
1: Cuellar was carjacked in Washington, D.C. Monday night. This is what the congressman said. He was physically unharmed, thank goodness. Now, the armed carjacking took place at the intersection of K Street, New Jersey Avenue, in southeast D.C.'s Navy Yard neighborhood. That's according to an alert from the D.C. Homeland Security and Emergency Management Agency. Police are searching for three male suspects. Cuellar said his sushi dinner, phone, iPad, and car were are stolen, but later recovered. Now, the incident occurred around 9.32 p.m. Monday night while he was parking his car. This is, quote, they came out of nowhere and they pointed guns at me. I do have a black belt, but I recognize when you got three, three guns. Yeah, I looked at one with a gun, another with a gun, no one behind me. So they said they wanted my car. And I said, sure, you got to keep calm under those situations. And then they took off. They recovered the car. They recovered everything. Cuellar told that to reporters on Tuesday. Went on to say, what really got me upset was they took my sushi. But anyway, that's something else. (laughs) because the guy was hungry. Understandable. Now, Cuellar said he does not believe he was targeted as a member of Congress or that he doesn't believe the assailants knew who he was. Now, the safety of lawmakers in the district had been an increasing concern in recent years. In February, Rep. Angie Craig was assaulted in the elevator of her apartment building in Washington, suffering minor injuries. And in the spring, Congress overrode police reforms passed by the city's council over concerns that they
0: were too soft on crime. Hmm. Man, of course, you know, the Republicans are all about making it look awful so that they can say government's broken. Right. That's what they do. They don't want to fund anything. They don't want to fund immigration. They don't want to fund administration. They don't want to fund border security. They don't want to fund, uh, you know, more cops or more capital Police or anything like that. Because if crime goes up and, and gas goes up and shit breaks, they're like, see, everything sucks. But it sucks because of them. I just, it's the dumbest shit. And it hurts people. And I hate it. I'm tired of it. Yeah,
1: I agree. My friend, I agree. Well said. I'm just tired of it.
0: All right. Speaking of being tired of stuff, I need some good news in my life. So please send it to us at dailybeanspod.com. Click on contact, and we will be right back with the good news after this. Stick around.
2: After these messages, we'll be right back.
0: Hey, everybody. You know, at first I was skeptical about my Helix mattress until I slept on it. I woke up refreshed. I realized what personalized comfort truly meant and my nights have improved tremendously ever since. And the reason is Helix sleep. Just go to helixsleep.com slash dailybeans, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life, and you'll get 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows. Helix Sleep, as you know, has 20 different mattress models to choose from, including the award-winning Lux Collection and the new Helix Elite Collection, so there's something for everyone, including big, tall, and even small sleepers. Helix recognizes the individuality of each sleeper, offering models tailored to every sleep style and preference under the sun or the moon, I should say. Just take the Helix sleep quiz. Trust me. It takes two minutes. You'll identify your ideal mattress, and then it'll be delivered to your doorstep free of charge. My ideal mattress, Helix Midnight. It's medium firm. I sleep on my side, so it's perfect for me. Everything I need for a perfect night's sleep. Plus, you'll never have to go to another mattress store again, because those are weird. So dive into a risk-free trial of 100 nights. And all mattresses, by the way, come with a 10 or 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for listeners. Go to helixsleep.com/dailybeans and use code HELIXPARTNER. This is their best offer yet and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Everybody, welcome back. It's time for the good news. Good news, good news. And if you have good news or corrections for us, especially pronunciation corrections for when we have to try to name towns in Wisconsin or Minnesota, uh, or if you have a shout out to a loved one or a small business in your area that could use a boost or, or you are a small business, let me know what you're doing, anything you're creating or making. Let us know what you're doing, gearing up for the elections or if you're in the middle of some in Virginia and, and how you're helping to get people out to the polls and get the vote out. I want to hear about it. I want to hear about blankies and whoobies and stuffed animals. And, um, you know, of course, frog orgies and baby photos and all the regular stuff. Send it to us at dailybeanspod.com and click on contact. All right. First up from Rebecca, pronunciation correction. Out on my daily walk, I tune into my favorite podcast, The Daily Beans. Thank you. The two of you are what cheers me up every day. No matter the horrendous activities of MAGA, you always manage to bring a smile to my face at least once during each podcast. I save listening for my daily walk because you make the miles go by quickly. I love what you do. Please keep it up. That's the nicest compliment. Thank you. I live in, oh, I live in Traverse City, Michigan. And I nearly stepped right off the sidewalk when you mentioned it. The correct pronunciation is Traverse City. I, I don't know if this is Traverse. Traverse. Like, like
1: there's a, cause there's an apostrophe. So we got a correction to a correction, like a pronunciation, but now we're not sure how to pronounce the correction. So Traverse. City? I think it's Travers. I think, think it's Travers? Travers City. Okay. Didn't we try Travers But no city? worries. It's
0: <laughs> it's a beautiful city either way. Please keep bringing your sparkle to the world. It's so very much needed. Now, yeah, I, if it's not Travers, let me know.
1: Yeah, definitely. Rebecca, thank you. <laughs> All right. This is <laughs> this is from Vegan Al. Uh, pronouns he and him. After several months of testing and waiting, yesterday I was approved to be a kidney donor. Oh, First wow. good news is at 64, I'm healthy enough to donate. I attribute that fact to my whole food vegan diet. Second, I also found out that I'm compatible with the friend that inspired me to become a donor. It felt so good to share that news with her, knowing that she can now envision an end to her daily uh, polycystic kidney pain. Polycystic kidney pain. My pet tax is my Gracie, um, our deaf pit bull shelter rescue.
0: Oh no. Oh, what a sweet baby well
1: al this is awesome and i love that you're able to give back to someone that actually encouraged you to find
0: out if you could wow that's incredible yeah daily polycystic kidney pain just sounds it sounds awful terrible it sounds awful unbearable um how cool that you're going to be able to do that and that you and that you attribute it to your your whole food vegan diet that's so cool Congratulations. Um, and thank you so much for being so giving. Like organ giving? That's big. <laughs> that's like big stuff. Seriously, So that's amazing. All right. Next up from Amy, pronouns she and her. Hello, lovely ladies of the legumes. AG said the other day she didn't know what a blue tick coonhound looks like. Chopper, A-A, a.k.a. Chopper Potamus, a.k.a. Chupa is is 100% blue tick. He's a giant neurotic mess, but I love him so much. Thanks for all you do. Aww. And here's a purebred. Here's a purebred blue tick coon hound. Look at him. That's a big Aww. boy. It's like, a, it's <gasps> like, honey, I blew up the basset hound.
1: Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry. That's what that. <gasps> Was for can Uh-oh. I can I
0: take it? Uh, thank you, Amy. But there's thank you, Amy. There's a baby picture in the next thing. That's what what's why everyone went. <gasps> oh, So, but this blue tick coon hound is gorgeous. Thank you so much for sending. Thank in.
1: you, Amy. All right, this is from Sharon. Pronouns she and her. First grandbaby was born last month. Isn't she lovely? Yes, Sharon, she is. Uh, here's a pic with her dad, my son, trying to find a name for myself other than grandma, mima, nana, mom, mom, or any of the others in that genre. Preferably one syllable.
0: Any suggestions kiki i know it's uh, two syllables but then yeah. you can play the song we're gonna have a kiki oh my god look at the you. sweet
1: baby face though ag <laughs> oh and the I proud know. papa look at how sweet she is sleeping on his chest oh,
0: my she's a tiny tiny
1: baby what about grams that's one syllable but it's sort of in that genre Sharon, yeah grams. I don't think she wants
0: anything in that one yeah
1: It sounds younger than grandma or me, ma, nana, just grams. Hey, grams.
0: Hmm. We'll see. I'm
1: gonna keep thinking about it. I
0: vote for Kiki. (laughs) I vote for Kiki, even though it's two syllables. Uh, We're going to keep... AG's very,
1: very persistent.
0: (laughs) Yes. And I don't follow the rules. Um, (laughs) That's just me. Uh, Thank you so much for that. What a beautiful, beautiful photo. Next up from Anonymous. No pronouns. Hi, ladies. October 4th is my niece's 18th birthday. She told me she wants to get registered to vote right away so she can vote this year in the November 7th general election. Pretty important here in Ohio. Yes, Anonymous, very true. So we can vote yes on issue one to codify women's reproductive rights, no matter what bullshit language they try to put on the ballot, right? Keep your eyes on Ohio. They're trying so hard to screw the voters, but joke's on them because we're watching. My pod pup tax for what the mutt. This is Thea, goddess of the mutts, I'll give you a hint. They identified five breeds. Ooh. Okay. There's definitely a deer
1: in there with a spotted. <laughs> like a like a doe. <laughs> like a doe, it's a like deer, a, a female deer. See what I did there? Um I would say there's
0: lab. I say lab too. King Charles, maybe, or a cocker. Okay. Some sort of spaniel. Yeah. Um, and
1: maybe there's tiny bit of pity i don't know oh golden yeah, could be golden i'd say lab and golden and there with golden. your king's what,
0: george whatever that was <laughs> king charles spaniel or a cocker <laughs> spaniel one of the spaniels um maybe chow chow yeah all right let's see what we got Wow, well, we didn't do well american at all. Staffordshire terrier <laughs> australian cattle dog beagle golden retriever i threw that in there last siberian so husky Siberian Husky and mixed breed, which is mixed breed, breed is all those other things we just mentioned. Thank you. Yes, that's exactly all the things we mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful baby, though. Yes,
1: what a sweetie! All right. Oh, AG, this is for AG in honor of your father. How about I read this one just in case you get a little choked up and you can just sit and enjoy it? Okay. You never know what people are or will go through if they have the support and encouragement they need. For me, in the absence of a man, I am willing to honor with the title father. I have memories of people who believed in my resilience and potential that still blur my eyes with tears of deep gratitude as I write this. An adjunct professor from college, who was also consultant for the UN, challenged me to identify and live the narratives that move me forward. Though he passed while brokering peace abroad... His words still guide me. A seasoned federal prosecutor who I testified for challenged me to never let the uniformed opinions of others grind me down or gray me out. It got me through years of true crime misrepresentation in media and through rebuilding my life. No matter what your life circumstances look like or what you do, being aware of the dignity and humanity of those around you and offering what words you have can change lives. I know it changed mine. For pet tax, I'm sharing my senior gentleman cats, Teru the tabby and Aku the sun void, as well as photos of my happy place to brighten your day. Wishing you beautiful memories of your father on this special day.
0: Hmm, that's so wonderful. That's so great. Thank you so much, Bunny. Thank you for that. Look at the babies. Beautiful. The sun void, I see, up by the window. And the tabby. Orange tabbies are such goofballs, man. Are they? They're just so goofy. Yeah, they're goofy and they're very talkative. Are they like the huskies of cats? Yeah, kind of. I love these happy places. Look at those built-ins. I know. Those those are gorgeous. Damn, and the wood floor. This is, yeah. Okay, I get it. That's very peaceful and beautiful and lovely. And thank you for sending that. And thank you for those kind words. And uh, I'm so glad that you had some, some people in your life who who were able to fill that kind of role, you know?
1: I do know. Actually, I do know. Anyway. My, You know, my dad, um, he, he wanted to be a good pop, but he came from a generation of people that didn't really necessarily know how, you know? Um But there was some incredible men in my mom's life that were so good to me and my siblings that... I grew incredibly close with and helped shape me and taught me how to drive a stick shift when I was 11 years old in a beat up pickup truck in the mountains, you know, and there's another one that uh, used to play cards with me when I was younger. And um, just some really incredible people come into your lives and take over, um, not really take over, but help, help guide you in ways that maybe a father or mother would have at some point if you don't actually have that connection. So I love that you had this. I really,
0: really do. Yeah, And thank you. Thank you so much for that. Thanks to everybody for your submissions. We could use it today. Although, you know, when people say it's a sad day for America because, oh, by the way, I checked. This is the first time in history the speaker's been ousted. Um, do you know? And people are, oh, this is a sad day. I'm like, yeah, I'm super sad. Yeah, I'm really super sad about it. Uh, I am not at all. So anyway, just thought I'd throw that out there. But uh, the good news is always helpful. Uh, and so. Thank you so much for sending it. You can send yours in at dailybeanspod.com and clicking on contact. Do you have any final thoughts, my friend?
1: No, no final thoughts for today. I'm just thinking about your pop up there and wishing him a very happy heavenly birthday. And maybe your dad and my dad are, are sharing a laugh somewhere, being proud of their daughters. Probably bowling or something. Probably. my dad. You know, my dad loved to dance. I don't know if your dad liked
0: to dance, but... Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Dance and bowls at the same time, I think. (laughs) (laughs) He's like,
1: strike, (laughs) oppose. I got (laughs) a strike. (laughs) Oppose. Oh, jeez. Y'all love you. By the way, I'm going to get in trouble from that joke from from my friend Elizabeth. She's going to give me shit for that dad joke that I just did. Anyway, let's keep it moving.
0: (laughs) We'll move it to the end because we're gonna sign off now because I just wanted to thank everybody, but we'll be back in your ears tomorrow. So everybody, please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, take care of the planet, take care of your mental health, vote blue over Q. And take everyone you know with you, Ohio. And Virginia. Yes, please. I'll see you then. And uh, we'll be back in your ears tomorrow. I've been AG. And I've been DG. And them's the Beans. The Daily Beans is written and executive produced by Allison Gill with additional research and reporting by Dana Goldberg.